seconds. Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm so close, I could take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to hate it. Now they run, homie, look what I become. I'm Patrick Bedevi, your host of Value Tim. You know, with the recent uh, debates taking place, whether it's with the pandemic, coronavirus, vaccine, Black Lives Matter, there are so many different debates taking place that it's making a division between friendships, families. So today in this episode, I want to talk to you about the impact of heated debates and arguments. Look, when it comes down to debate, you got a lot of different topics to debate, and some of them get more heated than others. For example, I asked a question the other day on Twitter saying, what debate topic leads to the most arguments. Here's what was said. This is some of the ones that uh, came up. Vaccine. Anti versus pro. Coronavirus. You know, capitalism versus socialism. Minimum wage. School and religion. Pro-life versus pro-choice. Messi versus Ronaldo. Who's the greatest soccer player of all time? Jordan versus LeBron. Basketball player. Censorship. Dogs versus cats. Feminism. Racism. Aliens. AI. Guns, climate change gets heated, taxes, should we have flat tax or progressive tax, immigration, the wall, government spending, health care, Coke versus Pepsi, prostitution, church versus state, LGBTQ community, 5G shutdown, let's open up the economy, stimulus checks, we're bailing out too many companies, we should be bailing them out, drugs, marijuana, foreign affairs, tariffs, there are so many topics to debate that too often people are worried about debating or people don't debate often. So recently I had a conversation with Bobby Kennedy. We did a three hour exclusive interview together and I talked about a lot of different things. We talked a lot about uh, vaccines, anti-pro. We talked a lot about coronavirus. We talked a lot about a lot of things. But one of the things came up, I said, look, your position to take with vaccine has upset some of your family members. Three of your relatives wrote an open letter and they called you out. They said, RFK, we love you, but you are wrong. How do you feel about the fact that your own family wrote a public letter, open letter to you? How do you feel about that? Here's his answer, powerful answer. Kennedy's have 105 uh, different uh, uh, kids in the family, so it's a very big family. He said, that's not a big deal. And my family, here's how I was raised. I was raised in a family of 12. I'd come home every night and my parents would force us to debate different topics. My dad would say, do you think LSD is good for you? What do you think about fascism in Italy? What do you think about the economy? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? He said, we were constantly forced to debate each other so much that that was part of the family. So to me, it's okay that one of my family members is coming after me publicly. We're used to that. Can you imagine that mindset of that family constantly challenging the kids to be debating different topics. So if you're somebody that's sitting there saying, oh my gosh, I don't like to do that because I don't want to ruffle people's feathers. Or if you're somebody that you're like, you can't even help yourself. You're always wanting a good battle to get into an argument. I want to give you the next part because there, there are some things you ought to be thinking about when you are debating. Here's the reality of it. Opposing ideas create conflict. Opposing ideas, anti-pro, anti-vaccine, pro-vaccine. They debate. They have different ideas. They debate. Oh, I've used blah, 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 blah. research, research, research. They debate. And then boom, we have some truth that comes out, right? So remember, opposing ideas create conflict. Conflict leads to debate. Debate leads to clarity, best possible solution, new ideas. The key with debate, 
Disclaimer is proper debate. What do I mean about proper debate? So again, opposing ideas creates conflict. Conflicts leads to debate. Debate leads to clarity, best possible solution, new ideas. They go at it, here's what we came up with. Minimum wage, we don't need a minimum wage. They go at it, they come up with an idea. Add taxes, let's raise taxes, let's lower taxes. Boom, they go at it. Immigration, go at it. Until something comes out. I keep this in mind, there are some ideas that's about personal preference, like for instance, Coke versus you know, Pepsi. Who cares? It's a taste. That's about your taste, dogs versus cats. There is nobody that's right in dogs versus cats or LeBron versus Jordan. Yes, you can go to the data and show the fact that Jordan won six championships and never went to game seven and was MVP six out of six and you know averaging 32 points a game. That's, I get it, LeBron career stats, 30,000 points, 8,000, 8,000. The guy's been to H. Yeah, I totally get it, I get it. But it's still situational. You can still make an argument for Wilt versus Kobe, versus Jordan, versus LeBron. The other ideas, the more there is debate, can lead to a great idea. Can lead to something Roddy says, I cannot believe it, that's amazing. What if we do, I like it, let's do that. That's fair because this side gets covered with this, and I didn't know about this research, I looked at the research done by the scientists, great data, you know what that does mean? If that's the case, I'm good to go, right? I'm good to go to do this part. So now, we've covered all this stuff here, my lifetime, I've debated a lot of people. I've argued a lot of people. I eventually came to a conclusion of who I no longer put my energy into. I got a call from a friend of mine the other day. He and his wife, uh, he and I had a conversation together for an hour and a half. A, uh, a very, very successful athlete. And he brought up some topics that they're debating going back and forth. And I said, look, I made, a, I made a decision a long time ago. Who I do debate, who I don't debate. He said, who are they? Here's who I do debate. And I'm willing to have a real discourse with going back and forth to have a real conversation together and who I will not entertain. Here's who it is. Number one, if somebody had a life-changing event that led them to the opinion of what they have, the position that they have, I'm not debating it. For example, if we're talking about guns, right? I'm military, I have guns, I believe you ought to have guns to protect yourself, but that's my position, my background, I was born and raised in Iran, so you couldn't have anything, so the government control, so my life experience has required me to protect my family, but if I talk to somebody, and in their house, they left a gun alone, in the, in, in, in the drawer, one of their kids gets it, and it kills somebody, I'm not debating that person. That cost their kid's life, I'm not debating it. I just let that part be done by itself and let them go out there and experience it and let them do their own research and maybe one moment by themselves they're going to make that decision. It is not on me to sit there and debate a life-changing event that caused them to go there. That's a different story. Number two, if somebody who is stubborn or they're know-it-all or they don't do research and they're lazy, what is the purpose of having the debate? Meaning, if somebody just wants to argue, to want to argue and get under your skin, if you catch yourself debating with them, you are them. If you wrestle with a pig, you're a pig. If you debate a fool, you are the real fool. So don't let a fool get you to go to his level. You've heard this before. I'm not the first person that's telling you this. You've seen these memes or quotes that people post. Those communities I don't put a lot of energy into. Who do I put energy into? Somebody that believes in an idea because of traditions. Meaning, you're a Republican because your entire family has been in the military, so you're pro-Republican. Great, let's debate it, okay? You're a Democrat because 
you're a, a Middle Eastern or you're Latino or you're African American, your entire life you've been voting this way because that's what you're supposed to do. Let's debate it. If it's tradition, family, you know, uh, it's just how we've done things our entire lives and they've never been challenged and pushed and they're willing to have that argument and they're willing to have that debate together, let's talk about it. Let's have a discourse together. And then the other part is education, university professor and mentor. So even if they're here and they're stubborn, I have no time. But if they're here and they're willing to have an educated debate, it's beautiful when that takes place. When couple ideas go together and you're sitting there. One time I was at a restaurant in Glendale and, and my friends and I, it was like eight of us. Everybody's important to me at that table. We're sitting there and all of a sudden the debate came up. One of the guys in this place used to be a very strong Christian. He had a fallen out with a pastor, so he is now completely against Christianity, and he's all about, you know, uh, uh, atheist or agnostic or, you know, I don't know if God exists. Very strong opinions, a math guy, so it's a lot of logic, and he used to sell God in a very logical and emotional way. He's had a big falling out. Then there's another guy here who is somebody that's gone through it as well, probably 10 years older than him, a lot of experiences, ran a big business, did well for himself in New York, was making 16 million a year, good, good education. And then there's a guy over here who's very well read in the Bible, and they went at it. I sat there for an hour and a half, said nothing, and just listened to them go. These were all reasonable men. They were all well-read men. They were all questioning the right topics. They were all being respectful. That hour and a half, if it was recorded, it would have 10 million views. It was so beautiful to see something like that take place. When you experience a beautiful debate amongst people that are willing to allow the ideas to clash without going personal and name calling, you become wiser afterwards because you have all the books, all the life experiences of three, four, five people that are going at it that, that is that is a hundred plus years, 200 plus years of effort put into an idea that you get to just witness right there. You're like, wow, that was a beautiful thing. Now this whole thing about name calling, all this stuff, politics in the last couple of decades has gotten a little bit uglier than it ever was before because people are not going after, you know, personal and all this other stuff and social media and all these things. Sometimes you don't get a real debate. I think if they created some criterias, that if you're going back and forth with debating and you're purely debating a topic and there's a point system that if you go personal to me or to the person you're getting away from the idea, you lose debate points. Kind of like when you're boxing and you go low, you lose a point if you go below the bet. The same thing here. If in, if in the uh, UFC, uh, John Jones had a loss, his first fight, he got a loss because he was elbowing the person on the ground and at the before the committee he was a part of, he could do that, but he couldn't do it in UFC. He crushed the guy, but he got a loss because it's points taken. You can't do that. If we allowed debates to be more around the topic for debating rather than going personal, I think it would be more fascinating. And by the way, for some of you guys that are watching this, I did an interview with Dennis Prager this last week on live. I'll give you the link to watch in exactly one minute to go because it is an hour. You don't need to watch the whole thing. If you choose to, it's an entertaining one, but I'll tell you exactly where to go. There was a part with Dennis Prager and I. Dennis Prager has been listened to for three, four decades by tens of millions of people, tens of millions of people 
Many years ago, 10, 15 years ago, he and I used to go to a friend's house in Malibu who's a billionaire, owner of public storage. It's worth around four or five billion dollars. And this community would come together and there would be beautiful debates. And it's only like 40, 50 of us at the house. Great experience. I took a lot of friends uh, to this place to see it. So Dennis was on and I said, Dennis, in a perfect world, would, do you think America's very divided right now? I said, do you think it's good that America's divided right now? He says, no. I said, do you think in a perfect world it'd be better if everybody got along? He says, yes. He says, I believe if everybody agreed with my ideas, this would be a better place. I said, if everybody agreed with your ideas, you wouldn't have a job because your entire job is about debating. And then he says, that's fine. I don't care about not having a job. I want to make sure our, our ideas are together. I don't think there's anything wrong with debate. I don't think there's anything wrong with proper debate as long as it doesn't get personal because this is the idea getting a black eye. If the idea gets a black eye, it's okay. If you want to go after human beings, everybody's flawed, everybody's got issues. The only difference between somebody that's more flawed and another person is that person's information is more public, the other person's not. There's not a single person that doesn't have some internal flaws or issues or challenges or vices that others don't know about. Some are more public. But an idea, let him get a black eye as much as possible. Let him get a black eye as much as possible. That's why beautiful discourse, if done properly on any of these topics, it's wisdom. Sometimes people watch my debates and they say, I don't like the way you pushed the guy that you were interviewing. I just feel like you're this and you're that. I said, I agreed with the guy I was interviewing. But I interview to challenge an idea to see if I can get more clarity and the audience can get more clarity to say, uh-huh, I didn't think about that before. Sometimes I sit with a guest and I disagree with them, but I'm pushing them on an idea because I want to get my own clarity as well. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bid-David, and I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.